Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocations, in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Thanks so much for joining me here again today on the Faith and Good Counsel radio show. I'm Stacy Galino, your host. I'd love for you to connect with me on my website, stacygalino.com. That's where you can check out my new Voice and Vessel podcast. I'm uploading episodes as we speak, um, as well as past archives and this current spring season of the Faith and Good Counsel radio show. To stay connected with me, all you have to do is subscribe there at my website, stacygalino.com, and I'll be happy to send you an email when there's a new Faith and Good Counsel episode or a Voice and Vessel podcast or some other content content that that's up and ready for your listening uh, or reading pleasure. Well, I'm so excited about my guest today, Father Donald Calloway. He is a return guest. In fact, he's been on with me several times on the Faith and Good Counsel radio show, as well as in the past on the Wake Up Morning show that airs every morning on Catholic Community Radio. Surely, surely you must have heard of Father Donald Calloway by now, but if you haven't, let me tell you a little bit about Father Don. He's a convert to Catholicism, a member of the Congregation of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Before his conversion to Catholicism, he was a high school dropout who had been kicked out of a foreign country, institutionalized twice, and thrown in jail multiple times. After his radical conversion, he earned a B.A. in philosophy and theology from Franciscan University of Steubenville, advanced degrees from the Dominican House of Studies in Washington, D.C., and an STL in Mariology from the International Marian Research Institute in Dayton, Ohio. Father Calloway has written many academic articles, and he's the editor and author of several books. I own them all, y'all. And you need to have a copy of Father Donald Calloway's works in your library. I love especially No Turning Back, which is his conversion story. That is an awesome, awesome book that was very meaningful in our own family's uh, conversion, as well as Under the Mantle. That is a fabulous, fabulous book about Our Lady, Marian Thoughts from a 21st Century Priest. He also has written and edited The Immaculate Conception in the Life of the Church, The Virgin Mary and Theology of the Body, and Purest of All Lilies. So he is quite a prolific writer. He's also got a a little handy book that you can take with you to adoration and um, just having your your purse or your backpack called Marian Gems, Daily Wisdom on Our Lady. Well, guess what? He has got a brand new book. He's been working so hard on this book, so heavily researching this book to bring us this gift coming soon, coming soon. It's entitled Champions of the Rosary, the History and Heroes of a spiritual weapon. So I want to welcome to the show today, Father Donald Calloway. Thank you so much for joining me here again today, Father, on the Faith and Good Counsel radio show. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's it's a real blessing and an honor. Well, I'm really, really excited about your newest book. I'm such a fan, if that I can say in a holy, humble way, <laughs> Father, of your work. I I benefit so deeply from from your work and your books. I, some of my all-time favorites that I keep at hand are No Turning Back and Under the Mantle as well. Father, some of the other books, I think one of them was even your thesis, The Virgin Mary and mm-hmm. Theology of the Body. Was that the one? Right. 
as yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, these are these are treasures, um, as well as Marion Jim's. But you've got a brand new book coming out August eighth, Champions of the Rosary: The History and Heroes of a Spiritual Weapon. And you are already, Father, receiving endorsements from around the world in anticipation of the book's release in August. And I was looking at one recently on your Facebook page that folks can check out. It's just under Donald Calloway. It says, let me read this one, quote, Champions of the Rosary is an encyclopedic work by Father Calloway. It presents an extensive history of the rosary and details how it has served God's people as a spiritual lifeline through the centuries. It also reveals insights into the practical transformation that the rosary has had in forming and sustaining some of history's greatest saints, propelling them to the depths of holiness and the heights of humility. This book is a timely reminder of the great spiritual weapon in the arsenal of every Catholic, a weapon that each of us needs to sustain us in the spiritual life. And that is an endorsement from Most Reverend Gentaris L. Grusas. He's the Archbishop of Vilnius in Lithuania. That was so beautiful, so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I've been so blessed to be able to receive so many endorsements from from bishops. I was was hesitant at first to send the manuscript to them, because I never, you know, bishops are super busy, and they probably get asked to do this quite often, And but they just kept responding, and I have 30 endorsements from bishops already. It's amazing. That really is amazing, and Father, I love that he mentions in here, I know it's something that, that you are mentioning as well and quoting in your book, but you're referring to the rosary as a spiritual weapon, and here you are in a day and time when people say, I, it just makes my heart agonized to hear people say, I'm bored with the rosary. I can't get into it. I can't, mm. I'm, I get distracted or whatever. I, I don't like praying the rosary. Whatever the excuses are, we don't get it. It is certainly a mm-hmm. discipline, but we are missing out on a spiritual weapon for this day and time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, absolutely. And I think, you know, we need, we need to be reminded that it is a spiritual weapon. And I think we've forgotten that because a lot of times we, we've forgotten that there is a serpent dragon that needs to be, you know, slain by us, and that's the evil one, the devil. Mm-hmm. And so you, you're not going to be able to beat such an enemy without a weapon as powerful as the, the rosary, because it encapsulates the saving mysteries of the God-man, of Jesus, through which he conquered death and darkness. And so this spiritual weapon of the rosary is powerful, and we need it in our times, you know, more than ever. Wow. Well, you know, I remember at one point when I was struggling to develop my devotion to the rosary, I'm a convert father like you. um, Mm -hmm. And it took me a while. Um, It's still I'm still developing my my discipline um, to the rosary um, for the rosary, but I do say it every day. But sometimes, you know, I need a little a little uh, grace, Mm -hmm. let's say, to make me finish it or to get through it Mm -hmm. sometimes without my mind wandering. I'm curious about, Father, um, the vain repetition. People speak sometimes, mm-hmm. one of the the um, complaints, if you will, is that the prayer seems to be rote, it seems to be vain repetition, and yet there's so much power when we cooperate with Our Lady's grace and in obedience, if nothing else, in, in love and obedience to her because she asked us to pray it. Yeah, I mean, on, on one level, if you look at it, 
purely from, you know, um, the repetition of it, you know, somebody could say that, that it's just the same thing over and over. But somebody could also say that about when uh, a, a man says to a woman over and over and over again, honey, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Now, that's vain repetition on one level. Um, or rather, let me say that's repetitious on one level, but it's not vain. It has meaning. And and I don't think that any woman is ever going to say, okay, fine, you've told me. You know, she <laughs> loves to hear that. Right. So it's the same thing with the rosary. We're basically telling Jesus and Mary, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. And they're never going to be offended by that. And so, um, you know, there's when our Lord says, you know, um, uh, you know, in, in his injunction for us to pray, uh, you know, and, and, and to go deep into prayer and close the door and let what we do be done in secret with our Father. Well, we have to remember that, you know, in uh, the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus goes to pray, it says in the Gospel, the Gospel of John, he goes and he does, it says, and praying the same thing again, and he mm. does it three times. Mm. So, even our Lord enters into a prayer that is the same thing, but it's not vain. It mm. has meaning. And so that's the same thing with the Hail Mary prayer, um, is that going over that, that angelic salutation, what the angel Gabriel said to Our Lady, what St. Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to Our Lady, blessed are you among women. That's not vain. Mm. That's, you know, we're, we're basically, when you pray the rosary, you're praying the scriptures. and Amen. And... That's pleasing to our Lord. That's very pleasing to Him. Well, you're making a good point, Father, about when we pray the Hail Mary, we are praying the Scriptures. Maybe you could expound upon that a little bit and provide some clarity, because I know, as a, a coming from an evangelical background with a rather harsh view uh, taught to me about Our Lady and 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 what Catholics believed about her and how Catholics quote worshipped her and it was goddess mm-hmm. worship. All these bizarre thoughts. I was kind of scared to pray the rosary at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, isn't that sad? And now I'm mm-hmm. just, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at my spiritual weapon right now, my rosary from St. John Paul II's place of baptism in his home in Poland, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm kissing it right now. I love it so much, you know. Mm-hmm. But I love that, that Father, that you were you were sharing about the scriptural nature, which to me is is even more of, of a gift and, a, and of a beauty that we can use to evangelize others about mm-hmm. this spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when you think about it, the two main prayers that make up the Rosary are the Our Father, which comes from the lips of our Lord Himself, and then the Hail Mary, which is right out of the New Testament. So you've got the uh, what the Archangel Gabriel said to, to Mary, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. And then you've got that combined with what um, St. Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, the Scriptures say, proclaimed, you know, um, who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Blessed are you among all women. And so we have to remember that in the Gospel of Luke, it says, and this is the Word of God now, that all generations will call her blessed, will call Mary blessed. And so if we're a biblical people, we should not take any offense whatsoever with the rosary, because actually we're just doing what the Bible tells us to do. Amen. We're just, re- yeah, we're just repeating what St. Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, did, what the Archangel Gabriel, on behalf of God, did, said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among all women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. So that's, that's very pleasing to God, and that's 
you know, grounded right there in the New Testament. Amen. Well, I'm speaking today with Father Donald Calloway, holy priest, defender of Holy Mother Church, and author of his latest book, Champions of the Rosary, The History and Heroes of a Spiritual Weapon. It's available for pre-order, y'all, in July of this year and for sale on August 8th of 2016. Father Calloway, we need to take a little break, but first I want to encourage our listeners to visit your Facebook page after the show today where you're putting up little glimpses into Champions of the Rosary, his brand new book that is the topic of our conversation today. Listen to this one. Did you know that after the fall of communism in the Soviet Union, soon-to-be St. Teresa of Calcutta desired to establish 15 houses there in honor of the 15 mysteries of the rosary? Guess what? She ended up founding 20, having no idea that St. John Paul II would give the church five more mysteries in 2002. These and other fascinating facts about the rosary are in Champions of the Rosary. Father Calloway's brand new book, We'll Be Right Back. Our family has spanned the centuries and the globe. With God's grace, we started hospitals to care for the sick. We established orphanages and helped the poor. We are the largest charitable organization on the planet, bringing comfort to those in need. We educate more children than any other institution. We developed the scientific method and founded the college system. We defend the dignity of human life and uphold marriage. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are transformed by sacred scripture and sacred tradition, which have guided us for 2,000 years. We are the Catholic Church, with over one billion in our family, sharing in the sacraments and fullness of the Christian faith. Jesus started our church when he said to Peter, the first pope, you are rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. So if you've been away from the Catholic Church, we invite you to take another look Visit catholicscomehome.org today. We are Catholic. Welcome home. to the Faith and Good Counsel radio show. I'm Stacy Galino, your host, and I'm sitting here today with Father Donald Calloway. I wish he was here in studio, but in fact, he is wherever he is, somewhere in the world. Father Calloway, you're quite the, uh, the traveler these days with your pilgrimages and all of your priestly duties that take you many, many places in the world. So I'm delighted that you're here with us today to share about your brand new book, Champions of the Rosary, the History and Heroes of a Spirit spiritual weapon. Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I do travel a lot, that's for sure. <laughs> you really do. I, is it okay to have holy jealousy? Is that there's such a thing? Because you get to go <laughs> to all these cool places like Italy, my favorite place on earth, and Poland, <laughs> yeah. uh, Poland and the Holy Land, and all of these beautiful Marian shrines, St. Therese of Lisieux, um, mm-hmm. gravesite, and uh, so forth. So I'm, I have a little bit of holy jealousy, Father. <laughs> So, so I'm really excited about Champions of the Rosary that's coming out August 8th of this year, 2016. And folks can pre-order, right, on Amazon? Is that right? Yeah, they well, yeah they they were able to. Somebody hacked my site, and so they can't at the moment. <laughs> um, and I don't know when that's going to be resolved. But it'll it'll be up on my website probably mid-July um, for pre-orders. Wow. There's there's a lot of spiritual warfare, Father. I'm, I'm kind of intuiting that that's surrounding this particular book. It makes me wonder if the evil one doesn't want it out. 
Oh, I, I guarantee you that. And once you read the book, you'll see why, because almost everything that gets written about the rosary that's good ends up being destroyed or burned or buried. Right. <laughs> it's, oh, my it's goodness. It's the history of it. <laughs> you know, it makes me think about her words to Juan Diego, you know, am I not here who am your mother? Because it can be mm-hmm. really depressing, if you will, to kind of see mm-hmm. all of the warfare coming, you know, when you've done so much beautiful work and you, it is an offering mm-hmm. and then it gets attacked. But that's also a sign mm-hmm. that the devil's angry because it's really good, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> so I want to I just delve a little more deeply into the book itself itself. You mentioned 26 champions of the rosary, and I'm just wondering who some of those champions are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I start with the founder of the rosary, which is St. Dominic, um, who founded the Dominicans, the Order of Preachers. And then I just go through basically chronologically, um, and that was in the 13th century. So there have been tons and tons of champions, but I just focus on 26 because they tend to be the more prominent ones, and they they wrote down things about the rosary that I put in the book that are, you know, for the reader's edification about what they said. And so some of these are obviously St. Louis de Montfort. I mean, he's a major player in the yes. rosary and really wrote probably the greatest book on the rosary called The Secret of the Rosary. Um, and then I've got people like Pope Leo Thirteenth who wrote 11 encyclicals on the rosary during his pontificate. Wow. Which is... Yeah, I know. It's incredible, right? I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, it just blows your mind. And then I've got, um, obviously, like Venerable Fulton Sheen, who basically founded his own version of the rosary called the World Mission Rosary, where each decade is a different color for a different continent. Um, He founded that. And um, and then I've got um, the servant of God, Father Patrick Payton, who... Was it was able to gather millions of people together in like the Philippines and Brazil um, to pray the Rosary in the streets, and really he's he's the one in the history of this who's gathered the most people together at one time to to pray the Rosary. Just unbelievable. Um, and then Blessed Bartolo Longo, this guy was a former Satanic priest um, who was way far away from the Church and Our Lady and the Rosary, but had a major conversion, became a Third Order Dominican and built the world's most famous shrine to the Rosary, Our Lady of the Rosary of Pompeii in Italy. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, and this guy, he was a former satanic priest. That's I mean, so hard to get your mind around, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that shows you the power of the Rosary right there, that it can change somebody like that. So there's there's hope, you know? Amen. Um, but yeah, 26 of them, and they're they're all awesome. Well, I'm wondering, I know you mentioned, too, the Battle of Lepanto. I need to know more about that battle. Um, mm. But Yeah, and the rosary and how the rosary was um, so important um, as to the mm. result of that Battle of Lepanto. And it makes me wonder, Father, if there might not be implication for the spiritual climate that we're in today. What can we learn about the rosary and the Battle of Lepanto? Oh, definitely. There's a connection. I mean, the, the basically the Battle of Lepanto in the 16th century was to defeat um, radical Islam because radical Ottoman Turks, Muslims, were seeking to conquer Rome. That was their, their goal. And so the Pope at that time, who was a Dominican Pope, St. Pope Pius V, he's one of my 26 champions, he required or, that the Rosary be prayed in all of Christendom, and he led by example and we won that battle when we were outnumbered and, and, and everything, and it was, it was a miracle of the Rosary, and he knew that. And that's how we ended up getting, eventually, the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary um, established in the liturgical calendar because of that battle. And so if you look at things today, 
you know, we've come full circle again. We've got, you know, radical Islam decapitating people, kidnapping little mm. girls, and seeking mm. to, you know, saying crazy things about how they want to attack Rome and conquer the Vatican. Mm. And so the rosary is our weapon. We've got to use it. We've got to pray it. Um, and so there's a big parallel between this, what happened in the 16th century and what's happening today. That's so powerful. And I just love that our popes, so many popes throughout the history of the papacy, but also our more recent popes, including Pope Francis, but mm-hmm. Pope Benedict, um, Pope John Paul II, they had such a love of the rosary. And I know that John Paul II wrote an encyclical on the Most Holy Rosary entitled Rosarium Virginis Maria in October of 2002. And I, he had such a love of Our Lady and just showing us the way of, of where to look, you know, through Our Lady's Immaculate Heart to Christ. I mean, that's where we need to be placing placing our prayers and our hearts and our, our trust that she will lead us to Christ. And she does so um, by holding us in her mantle, under the mantle, right, the name of one of your, mm-hmm. your books, but also through this rosary, which she asks us as a Jewish mother who knows how to homeschool her children. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that title. You know, to pray the rosary. Do you think, Father, and if so, why do you think that Our Lady is simply imploring us in this day and time to fervently pray the rosary? Yeah, she definitely is. And I think that, you know, St. John Paul II had a big part in that because it was only about um, a week and a half, not even two weeks into his papacy, when he said before the whole world that the rosary was his favorite prayer. And that really brought us out of the turbulent 1960s and 70s, where many people ditched the rosary and abandoned it. And And Our Lady. And Our Lady. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. And this Polish Pope really brought Our Lady back in full force. And Satan was not happy, of course, because it was only a few years later that um, a a Muslim in Rome, um, on May 13th, the anniversary of Fatima in 1981, shot the Pope. Um, So there's huge connections. And so... John Paul II, being this spiritual warrior, really, um, not only talked about the rosary and promoted the rosary and gave the rosary to everyone who came to his audience as newlyweds and, you know, everybody, um, but in 2002, in that apostolic letter that you mentioned, he gave us a new set of mysteries, um, the luminous mysteries. And what I like to say to people is that, you know, he kind of updated the the sword that was given to us in the medieval time of the Church in the Rosary, and he made it into the modern light saber with Ooh. the luminous mysteries, Ooh. because, you know, we there's darkness out there. This is a culture of death, and he basically resharpened the blade and updated it for modern times with the mysteries that are being attacked today. So, for example, in the 13th century, the mysteries that were being attacked were, the were you know, like the Incarnation, uh, mm-hmm. And you know the mysteries of 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 the of the life of Christ, uh, in particular, you know the ones that we're more familiar with, and so those mysteries were given to be meditated upon to defend those truths. Well, today, what did Saint John Paul II give us? He gave us um, the wedding feast of Cana, mm-hmm. because what's being attacked yes. today? Marriage. Yes. So yes. it's very apparent that at the wedding feast of Cana, it was a man marrying a woman and nothing else. And so we need to re think about these things and meditate upon them because they're being attacked today. They're being assaulted. Uh, you know, many people don't believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist anymore. So we have the institution of the Eucharist. Many people don't believe in the divinity of Christ anymore. So we have the transfiguration. Many people are not getting their children baptized. So we have the baptism of our Lord. You know, there, 
these are the mysteries that we need for our times. I know that Pope Francis, and we're in currently the year of mercy, and he is calling us to pour out mercy on on everyone, every person to mm-hmm. pour out that mercy. And we must mm-hmm. do that in connection with Our Lady and her femininity and her humility and her virtues, who always leads us to Christ. And yet it is a battle, um, Father Calloway. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'm looking at the shield, which is part mm-hmm. of the cover of your book. It's so striking. There's a shield there with a crown, and there mm-hmm. are two swords there. Would those tell, tell me about that. Um, that particular shield that you've chosen for the cover of your book? Yeah, well, a a priest friend of mine um, started this organization called the Holy League, and he had a similar image, and without the swords um, and and the crown, and I said, gosh, I love that kind of crest, that medieval-looking crest. I would love to be able to modify it for my book, and I got his permission to do it, and we did it, and it, it was so perfect because... Not a lot of people know this, but at the end of 2014, a bishop in Nigeria had a vision from Jesus, where he was praying his rosary, and Jesus appeared to him with a sword, literally a sword. And the bishop was shocked. He didn't know what to do. And so Jesus was gesturing to him to take the sword from his hands. Well, when the bishop went out to reach for the sword, as soon as he touched the sword, the sword was transformed into a rosary. Wow. And so... Yeah, and this is Bishop Oliver Dome. He's also he's one of the bishops that endorsed my book. And so I I said to myself, this is it. We our Lord is trying to tell us something here, and we've got to recover this aspect of the rosary as a spiritual weapon, especially a spiritual sword. So I wanted that to be very prominent on the cover that, you know, this is what it's about, folks. It's not just, you know, you you may have heard things about the rosary that may be true, maybe not true. It's not just for little children and, and old ladies in church. It's it was first given to a man, and our Lord is still today trying to get his bishops aware that this is the weapon you need to overcome the darkness. Wow. This is the spiritual sword. Take it, you know? So that's wow. the purpose of the cover. Wasn't it St. Padre Pio as well that referred to the rosary as the spiritual weapon, as his weapon? Oh, yeah, there's there's been hundreds of saints who have said that. It's just we're more familiar with, like, St. Padre Pio and like St. Teresa of Calcutta, because they're more modern times. But they're literally, in my book, you're going you're gonna to hear stuff. I got saints who talk about the rosary as a machine gun and a spiritual what? atomic bomb. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, gonna, it's good stuff. That's what I love, Father. When you undertake a project, you know, through God's grace, I mean, you leave no stone unturned in terms of your research right. and how, the, how you present it. But it, it's in a way that... that everyone can understand. These are deep Mm -hmm. mystical truths many times that you're having to synthesize and to put forth in written form, but Mm -hmm. they're so easy to understand. And I'm I'm sure that's a grace, you know, from the Holy Spirit as well. But Mm -hmm. I just appreciate you and I appreciate your work. I want people to know how they can get a copy of Champions of the Rosary as well as connect with you and to find your other books and maybe go on a pilgrimage with you and your other work Mm -hmm. um, in your ministry, Father. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, the best way is just to go to my website, which is fathercalloway.com, and you have to spell out the father part, so fathercalloway.com, and the book will be there. It'll be probably mid-July for pre-order and then uh, for regular orders on August 8th when it is officially released. Um, it'll be on Amazon, too. It's just they're they're trying to get that system back in order from somebody who hacked into it. Um, yeah, and on my website is all the pilgrimages, if guys are interested in discerning with my religious community, I'm the vocation director, and 
We've got 36 seminarians right now, and we're just blessed. Yeah, we're blessed. So exciting. Well, God bless you, dear Father Donald Calloway. Um, Thank you so much for your yes to the Lord and for your your knighthood and for your your sword and and for fighting and protecting Holy Mother Church and for helping us learn more about the Rosary and Our Lady. And until we are together again, my dear listeners, may the Lord God Almighty hold us in the palm of His hand. And may Our Lady wrap us in her mantle of protection. Pox Christi, y'all. I'll see you next time here on the Faith and Good Counsel radio show. Bye-bye now. Faith and Good Counsel is a production of Catholic Community Radio.